0: The standards of care say that kids should get like one to two years of therapy before they transition, so that might be too conservative, but no, it's, it's, yeah, something like that. Okay, so what's the So issue? then what's the problem? Those, they- are the new standards, those are the new standards of care. The question is whether people are following them.
1: Oh, Lord, no. No. What? <laughs> I mean, true, when you're prescribed a set of pills who knows how many someone's going to take at any given time if they take them at all or if they take too many and that can happen yeah yeah i mean it's not as if we monitor people's health care at home 24 7 all the time that is true that would be a lot of resources gotcha gotcha checkmate all right time for the fun half uh
2: we have time for one more call yeah uh, i uh, will try this one Call him from uh, 617, another
0: Boston area. It, it's Jesse Single.
2: Oh, it's Jesse Single. Hello, Jesse.
0: Here we go. How's it going,
1: Giddy man? Up.
2: Good. Uh, we can't uh, hear you.
1: By the way, no spoilers. I, I think I'm the only person on the internet who has not seen this already. I know that every centrist like Destiny and Adam Sitch, have already reviewed this, and I know there's multiple videos out already. I have not watched them. I, I am oh uh, pure going into this with the purest of heart, the, the, the baddest of faith. I am ready very well can you speak into your phone yeah.
3: are you on the
0: headphones
1: hold on one sec no y'all haven't seen it either good hmm. let's have fun
0: that any better uh not great but
2: we can try and can we put uh, put them up a little bit all right jesse so uh you wanted to call him for a while what's uh what's on your mind
0: yeah i mean i so first of all thanks to emma she's gonna come on my podcast block to report it i appreciate that uh you know take some guts to do that given our disagreements but i'm basically just like calling in because you know i committed to doing so i'm a little bit uh, uh you don't
2: feel I, I you should not feel obligated whatsoever i'm perfectly willing to uh to i don't i didn't consider it a commitment i wasn't anticipating it uh, so
0: uh don't feel in any way no, obligated I, whatsoever. i think it's okay i do feel obligated i said i would do it i want to honor that but i feel like um Twitter causes a lot of division and drama, and I've contributed to it. I just think there's probably... I would agree with that. A fair, yeah, uh, I think there's probably a fair amount we agree on on some of the stuff you guys discuss, uh, including just how bad it is to try to ban youth gender medicine. That was something I wrote about in uh, May of 2020, uh, before it was a national story. I also think there's, like, probably some areas where there's, like, a little bit of disagreement, but they're, they tend to be edge cases, um, just stuff where there's probably going to have to be some, you know, debate and compromise. But I think at the end of the day, I don't know, I've been, like, writing about science for a decade. and What do you mean okay, by well, you well, gender well, medicine? Well, but, but here's the Clarify thing. Clarify that, please. Jesse, I just want to make something clear.
2: I don't yeah. care where we agree on. That is, I can't tell you how irrelevant it is to me. What we agree on, whether it's in the context of trans stuff, whether it's in the context of any other politics, wholly irrelevant. I don't care what kind of person you are. I don't care what your belief system is. None of that is relevant. The reason why I think you are uh, toxic and at, at best, extremely unhelpful in this area is that you distort the importance of this issue uh, and uh, and are so fervent at pointing out this minutia that I consider minutia in face in the face of what is actually happening on the ground, and I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. That's not you, but it's an analogy, and it's an, it's an extreme one. But hey, that's
0: hey, just because we have li- just because we have limited time. Could we just keep this to stuff I've written that you have? No, that you because so I, I don't.
2: Because because no, it's not you even there. No. There's a specific no, because it's not even okay. that there's a specific thing that I, I I take issue with. Because that in in some ways is exactly what the the the. Like indicative of the same problem and and I, and, and i' I will do this. It's like I know that you feel that you are just uh, writing stuff that you think is accurate, very technically accurate, that uh, your issue was in in insisting and in highlighting this clip that no one had seen really until you uh, promoted it that in the words saying that uh, when Matt said your lies were cited by Republican attorney generals. For whatever reason, when we did this email exchange and you put out a, a little clip of it, you, you didn't use you said conservatives, I was confused by that because maybe I thought you were talking about something different. But my yeah. issue with you what you do, okay, is best summed up in this analogy, and again, this is an analogy that's extreme, uh, but it, it makes the case, is that back in 2004, there was a writer who wanted to argue, and you remember what was happening in 2004, 2005 in, in Iraq, maybe, maybe it was before your time, I'm not sure, who wanted to argue that there is nuance in the context of the torture debate. And by, you know, sort of showing, as, uh, showing that within the context of the torture debate, there were nuanced instances where the idea of saying that torture is bad is inaccurate because there were nuanced instances where that was okay and I think the headline was um, in defense of torture and it was published on the Huffington Post at a time Dude, where
0: that's you grotesque. Uh, that's what's, completely grotesque. But but yes, we, I'm sure we...
2: I'm that I use this yeah. example because I knew you would think it was grotesque but why it's is it grotesque? grotesque because this writer claimed that like look I wasn't I, hey,
0: I, I don't want to talk. I'm not trying to talk over you, but can you just give me something to latch on to, a problem you have with my work, not with okay. the work of someone else? Okay. No. You know, well, I'm I'm
2: explaining I'm it to you. Let you you don't want to engage in it. I will explain it to you the reason why no, it's gr- in it. okay. The reason why it's grotesque to me in that instance is because it's one thing to sort of like create a thought experiment where you could argue there are instances where torture is a legitimate choice but it is another to do it torture is not a obligi- but torture I'm is not, not saying malicious. that you are not I'm not saying um, that you well, are we have, Jesse on. in fact we have um, no Jesse rape, Jesse, we have Jesse 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 yeah. I am using torture as an example so that you will understand my problem with your writing I know that you think torture is abhorrent that's why I'm ex- using this as an example there is no doubt in so my mind you that you agree with me totally work. on this perspective of torture but let me of finish course. so, so I can explain you to my actual work I'll be, I'm going to work. Okay.
0: Okay. You'll get to it. I guess.
2: I will. Yeah. I promise. This is be yep. much, I'll mm-hmm. be done by now in promoting that in that instance, in a moment when torture is on the front pages of the news, regardless of whether there was merit to the philosophical argument about the value of torture, which I would agree. And I'm, I'm convinced that you would think is abhorrent period what that article does is it gives cover for people who were promoting torture in places outside of Huffington Post the writer is basically positing that they have no impact on this public debate because I believe that if you are writing in this manner and you are promoting ideas in this manner in public, then you must take responsibility, not just for the specific content as the letters, but its impact and how it's heard and how it's used in a political struggle that is going on. And I suggest that when you say the Republicans, AGs, who cited my material in the Atlantic, did so and twisted it in a way that it meant something different than it did. That at yeah. the very least, you would realize that you are being used as a means to attack trans people and to attract well, uh, to attack.
0: Four, but that's why four days. But that's why four days after they put that brief out, I I did a Substack post saying I, I, about my yeah,
2: work. I'm glad that you did a Substack post. In fact, that's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm already kind of frustrated by this whole thing. Um, I would have preferred if out of the gates, they did actually just go straight for receipts because the, the thing with Jesse is, and again, I'm going to keep providing this link because I've got them all on hand. Um, th- There is a... ...enormous list of what I would consider to be at the at its most generous journalistic malpractice on the behalf of Jesse. Now, you don't get to do a thing where you as a journalist, you release a story, a story that goes mainstream, say in The Atlantic or something else, a large publication like that. And then afterwards, that story's entire framing is like, hey, by the way, I'm going to talk about this very controversial issue... Uh, transitioning, uh, gender-affirming care for children, all this kind of stuff. The first 9,000 words of my article is going to be dedicated not to any single trans person because, again, uh, if we look at the statistics the meta-studies, it seems like less than 1% of it regret it, but not any trans person who was happy with the procedures, but we dedicate this article to talking about the horrors of what can happen when someone is improperly diagnosed with gender dysphoria and undergoes transition. What's that going to do in the middle of this entire culture war right now? Quote-unquote culture war, by the way, because, again, one person's culture war is another person's civil Rights. So, what's that? What effect is it going to have? Um, that's the thing with Jesse Singal. Jesse Singal was doing that kind of shit. and this, by the way, this is the most generous call out of Jesse. Okay, that's where at, at this point I think you could just admit that the guy is ideologically slanted that he wants to tell a story and he wants to promote the less than 1% who regret transition and give them the megaphone and, and be like this is what's happening and everyone should know about it instead of hey this less than 1% to regret transitioning and of that 1% of course it's usually due to social stigma uh, they they seem to be getting that story amplified all the time amongst you know conservative media, centrist media, all that kind of stuff it would be really really fucking unless you had an ideological slant that you wanted to convince people of that uh, perhaps gender care is a bad thing actually uh why would you present it that way a- unless that was your purpose and if that is your purpose then be transparent about it be, be open about it be, be, be clear be like yes i personally believe that gender affirming care has disastrous consequences it is medical malpractice and i want people to stop doing it that's the purpose of my reporting instead of being like i am just a reporter who's telling the story and it's like well but you're not because again, you are taking something that occurs to less than one percent of the people who undergo this very, very potentially life-saving treatment, and you're going to vilify the 99 percent. That's fucked. And that would have been again, you can't just do something like that and then afterwards be like, oh no, 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 no but my Substack. No, no, no. I, I went on my Substack and I, I corrected my mistakes. I said I shouldn't have done this and this. So I, w- I was totally transparent. But I was like, okay, cool, good, cool story, bro. Who the fuck is reading your Substack? Did you do you think the thousands upon thousands of mums and dads who saw that article in the Atlantic in the first place who suddenly got really, really scared and had dinner conversations with their family members being like, So this whole like trans thing is pretty wild, eh? They're like just using untested like puberty blockers on kids. They don't know the medical ramifications, they're sterilizing them. Everyone thinks this is okay. I I, I I'm not talking like from a conservative standpoint. I read this article by Jesse Singal in the Atlantic. In the Atlantic, okay, and it talked about how dangerous this could be, how some gender affirming claims clinics apparently there's like a whistleblower yeah there's a whistleblower and this whistleblower was saying that people were just basically walking in in some kind of rotating carousel style situation where they get in there and then all of a sudden they're giving them everything they want just because they say that they might be gender dysphoric and then they're signing them up for surgeries it's like yeah this this whole thing like we've been lied to the mainstream media lied to us thank god we have this article You know, that's one of, one of, like, you can also look towards the actual people who Jesse Singal falsely reported on. Like there are people who have come out now, trans people, who have been like, he completely misrepresented my experience. Like, I can tell you firsthand, this is not what I experienced. This is not what I went through. I, to me, gender-affirming care was life-saving. To me, gender-affirming care was enormously beneficial and honestly changed aspects of my life, and I'm better for it. And yet, I'm in the Jesse Singal article being referenced and then and, and being mischaracterized. Like, that's fucked up. That's just straight-up journalistic malpractice. You don't get to then go off and then hide behind your substack, you know, and then put that layer up there and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm still a journalist. I did issue corrections on my substack subscribers know all right those who pay to read my articles if they scroll down in this one i did issue a small correction where i was like by the way this you know small little thing may have not been exactly what it was about this. there's that same
2: torture guy has a whole page on his at that time i think it was medium as to why this is being misinterpreted but do you know how many people saw the huff post thing versus saw that medium thing this is what we call in sales a funnel I don't know why I say we, because I'm not in, in sales, but yeah, I, so, I read uh, enough say, about you're it.
0: You're saying that a lot of people saw this this obs- fairly obscure brief over a technical aspect of Affordable Care Act enforcement? That's your argument? That that, that was like a viral Huffington Post article? Are you I suggesting
2: right? in any way, Jesse, that your work hasn't been cited over and over again by people saying, like, even the liberal... Uh, Jesse, uh, Singal says that, uh, that, that this is, that this, there's something problem here.
0: I mean, so the problem is that with all due respect, I explained to you in the email, like, exactly what they did. My article said You that didn't even say, when I said cannabis. Republican
2: AGs, I specifically asked you, now you didn't publish this part of the email, you only published, like, the first line of it for whatever reason. But I asked you, when I wanted to clarify this and catching up on it, what was defamatory? Because I think your words were straightforwardly defamatory about Matt Leck saying that your lies were cited by Republican AGs. And then you wrote back something about a tweet exchange you had with Matt about conservatives. For whatever reason, you wouldn't.
1: He also thought it was Matt Binder, by the way. He got that wrong in the same tweet where he's like, you should fact check Matt Binder. It's like Matt Binder wasn't, wasn't working that thing. <laughs> No,
2: Acknowledge that I'm this sorry, I, Republican I, AG okay. thing it's was. Not,
0: no, I
1: know, but we're referring
0: to the same legal document. And I well, I, I didn't
2: know that, people. because you didn't say anything okay. about that legal document. I can I, read the email right yeah. now, if you want, to no, clarify no, Sam, that. Sam,
0: could I... Because could I get it just, seemed
2: you know, really know, manipulative I can, I of you to pretend yeah. that you had explained this to me and saying, you know, when whatever the tweet storm that you were trying to get going, when, in fact, yeah. I said, Republican I, AG, I, and you said... Conservatives, yeah. some I, think it, Sam,
0: I think you're I think you're a little bit trying to talk over me because I'm making a very basic point. here. OK, you're go ahead. You have the mean, floor. OK. I, uh, I emailed you. I pointed out that this uh, brief said it's no, you, know, you did not use I the words
2: brief. brief. I, I I did not use you did not use the words brief, Jesse. That's why. I when mean, I, Jesse, I, I, if you asked... want
3: to get specific, you got specific about the fact that a, a viewer wrote in and said that uh, you cited one part um, of this this uh, written document by that woman, what was her name, uh, uh, Jamie Reed, uh, that you didn't cite, yep. and so if we want to be specific, then be specific about what you said to Sam in this email.
2: Okay, let me let me read this, because you, you're now claiming that you said the word brief, or you said the word attorney, because I, I, I s- you asked you.
0: Foot. Hey, sorry, we've all we've been talking about the same document all the time, and you can either. Well, I didn't know this. Why did I didn't know this, I, Jesse. I don't
2: know your stuff from Adam. I don't care. I said I'm going unclear. Let me stuff. let That's me let me make this clear. You don't know Here, my stuff. I'll tell no, you what. We we'll put this up because we'll put this up.
0: Oh, you do know my stuff.
2: No, no, no. We will put up our exchange because you're mischaracterizing our exchange right now, just like you did on Twitter. I
0: know, but you won't let me. I'm happy to explain it. No, if no, no. no, no. I get it now
2: because, it? because I've had to go back and try oh, and understand you what you were talking now about. You get
0: it. Okay.
2: But you are even in this call mischaracterizing our exchange. And this is what you do. This is my experience of you. You keep saying okay. so my, so, so that my people misunderstand and me, me and Sam said he was gonna do this and this and that and you're the one who creates the confusion. I don't know if you do it on purpose or if sure. you do it because you're trying to obscure some agenda, I don't know. Well, I think- I don't care i think
0: it's more that i i sort of cleared this up four years ago but none of you guys have read that post and you keep referring to it and yeah, i'm just trying to i don't care more. about that post 30 seconds no i know you don't care about it, but i'm just trying to get 30 seconds to explain what happened which you could you can choose not to grant me that 30 seconds but just
2: i'm going to give you way. 30 seconds
0: okay uh they cited my work to say that um uh, gender medicine doesn't help trans adults my work described that uh gender medicine as life-saving, and it quoted multiple trans adults who found it life-saving. So you can't read my article.
3: How late in the piece, Jesse? Have you heard of the principle medicine. of journalism where essentially the you're supposed to- Emma, Emma. No, 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 Emma,
0: no, no how, how late into the, 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 the piece? Top of
3: the piece. How late into the piece, Jesse? The piece?
0: Jesse, I'm looking at...
4: 9,000 words. 9,000 words. That's the truth.
1: At this this section that you sent me about like uh, for sure trans affirming care this this paragraph it was, there's thirty five hundred words in front of it the section that you clipped for me
3: yeah so that so you would think that the more obvious point just basic rules of
0: journalism well, a second, I know you're no, no 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 was it thirty
2: five hundred words in or was it at the top of the piece yeah which
0: part it was thirty five hundred words into a twelve thousand word piece so it's
2: near the top it was in the top twenty five percent of a twelve thousand yeah. word piece okay right.
3: right. As opposed to, I mean, Jesse, have you not in your work
2: outside of 25% em- em-
3: emphasize certain specific cases that are outside of the trend of the overwhelming data that shows that gender affirming care for youth is effective and helps reduce suicidal ideation and is important and that the, the sister myth essentially is a small edge case. Have you not focused on that a disproportionate amount versus the overwhelming other Thank elements you. of data that I just described.
0: Oh, but, but what you just said isn't true. There is an overwhelming evidence. History.
3: There is. I'm looking. Okay, have you read the, the Journal of Pediatrics and their clear results on this front where they looked at...
1: Or every major medical association in the United States, you piece of shit. You're the journalist. Why? Why do you need to have call-in shows onto radio shows to be like, uh well, I, I don't know if this is true. Actually, we do need to keep telling the story of detransitioners because, after all, their story is valid. Yeah, their stories are valid, but why do you focus on that so much? If this is a less than one percent thing, do you not feel that the other ninety-nine percent deserve to be able to have access to healthcare like everyone else?
0: Children, yeah, you're talking about a paper. I've written. I've written two. No, so the. You're talking about Christina Olson's paper, not Jack Turbin's paper, I apologize. Christina Olson's paper took a group of kids who transitioned early, social transition. She found that uh, 93% of them five years in were still in that socially transitioned role, but none of them were diagnosed with gender dysphoria. So you can't compare that to the question I'm interested in, which is whether these treatments help alleviate gender dysphoria, because we don't know if the kids in Olson's sample had gender dysphoria.
3: You're using outdated terminology to talk about children who are already socially transitioning and showing that that is effective and they're consistent after that five year period in their transition.
0: This is just this is just an objective matter of fact. What you just said, the this is pedantic. Do you you do you
3: do you you believe that? No, 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 it is. Do you believe that gender affirming care works and is overwhelmingly effective with with children? Do you believe it?
0: Uh, I am with the five European countries who have looked into this question closely and all of them are like, (laughs) we don't know yet. We need more data.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there it is. I'm going to side with whatever aspect of this discussion basically lines up with my ideology at any given time. Yeah. When it comes to me reporting on this case in America, because I did. I did actually, yeah, the article I wrote was based in America and actually spoke to Americans and American trans people and people who had undergone uh, some form of gender affirming therapy. Uh, so yeah, could could potentially look into what the research is saying in that country, but I'm, I'm going to side myself right now with five European countries which are saying at this moment, they're not sure. I'm not going to go into any more details onto what that statement means because it's pretty vague and open, but no, it's not established. Okay, it is established.
2: All right. Well, you, so you don't believe it's it. it? No, no. It's, but you just changed the question that she asked you.
1: I'm
0: not There's sure no yet. doubt. No listen, listen. We, we,
2: we are aware. I am aware that the 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 the, the Dutch protocol is uh, no longer being uh, used in these five European countries, and that they're looking at more data. I'm also aware of like hundreds of situations where Europeans and Americans have different protocols, and. Yeah. Part of that process in which there is some like sort of like uh, broad agreement is that doctors work this stuff out. You clearly have an agenda and you recoil at the idea that people suggest that you have an agenda. Now you think, think that not, your think agenda, that you, you think that like your agenda people... is founded in a science that is not available to other people. And I'm suggesting, like, you know, I have that. no problem you with doctors. Totally, it's totally available I, for you
0: guys. I, I, no, no. No, you're not, no, no, no we're, know. it's we're, to it now, It is, it is completely obscured to us, because as you've said on your show. Sorry, you guys are talking one <laughs> can just talk one at a time? I can't just. Sure, my sure.
2: Because as you've said on your show, we're doing this yep. just to, to A, make cash, and B, seen as, like, more righteous than other people. <laughs> I've listened to at least part of one of your shows and so i I know that you said this i know you said this jesse i know that that you feel this now i do not attribute to you some type of like intent i don't know that you're making cash off this or what it is i just see what the impact of what you do is and i think it's reprehensible and that's it
0: well but i've already but i've already explained to you guys no no i'm not just talking about limited to you raised of that was misinterpreted and you you changed the debate into Okay, you did say that, but it wasn't high enough. Hey, listen, Jesse, I didn't
2: say anything in the beginning. I wouldn't have known about (laughs) this, and no one would have known about it except for your insistence that it was straightforwardly defamatory, that you had been cited by Republican AGs, and that what had been cited was lies. And you said to me in an email it was straightforwardly defamatory. I got news for you. You, guys, you don't know uh, what the word straightforwardly the sentence, means, and I'm not sure you know yeah. what the word defamatory means.
0: i look, I never claim to be, uh, it could just be you guys are smarter than me on this stuff, but I would just, do you think the sentence in that legal brief accurately describes my work? That's all I'm asking. I, what sentence? I don't know. The sentence that, the sentence that there's no consensus uh, that transition alleviates gender dysphoria. Do you think that, that accurately describes my That
2: quote role? was that quote
0: from your you uh it up. it's right was, there we've been Was that quote from your piece times,
1: I got a a notepad because I was writing a lot of these studies down, and I know it can get confusing, which is why I was trying to emphasize the use of meta-analysis when it comes to this. I would refer people to regret after gender affirmation surgery, a systematic review and meta-analysis of prevalence. This one looks at 27 studies. It encompasses 7,928 trans patients that underwent any different type of gender-affirming care. It covers the following countries. Canada, the Netherlands, Belgium, UK, Italy, USA, Brazil, Sweden, Singapore, Germany, Norway, Ireland, and Serbia, it found conclusively that there was a less than
4: 1% regret rate for people who underwent gender-affirming care. Now, knowing that, the next thing would be, if I was to write an article on this, if
1: I was to write an article and position it in that, hey, There's a debate going on, a culture war, if you will, and this debate is quite heated right now, both amongst the medical community and amongst people who want to have, you know, opinions and such. Uh, This debate, we want to say that there are two camps, people who have uh, received gender-affirming care and regret it. So let's promote them and talk about them and tell their stories. Also, people who received it and actually kind of enjoyed parts of it and stuff like that. So we're going to have lots of words, 12,000 words, in fact. Of those 12,000 words, how many words are going to be dedicated to the less than 1%? If it's 9,000, your journalistic piece has a massive ideological slant that you were trying to pass across to your audience. Because someone coming into this who has no idea about any of this, if they read that article and 9,000 of the 12,000 words are dedicated to people who regretted transitioning, well, hell, it'll feel a lot more than 1%. It'll feel like this is a massive problem. That there's a huge thing going on that no one's aware of. That there are just thousands upon thousands of children who are getting misdiagnosed. Misdiagnosed with gender dysphoria. And then they're getting transitioned. And then they're getting mutilated like all the right-wingers were telling us this entire time. This isn't coming from a right-winger, by the way. It's coming from a centrist lib. And now this centrist lib is being published in whoa, the Atlantic. That's not a right-wing publication. Look at this. Hey, oh, look, now they're citing you. Yes, AGs are citing you. as Well, there is direct evidence. We have an article here by a Jesse Singal saying this. Uh, this is a, pr- a problem, right? If you were, because he's defi- he's Defending himself and hiding behind this veil of journalism over and over. Look, I'm a journalist. I have to ask questions. At this time, my uh, you know, understanding of this actually aligns with five European countries that say we don't know. So my honest opinion on this is we don't know. It's like, okay, well, as a journalist operating in America, writing an American article for Americans where you interview Americans based on medical uh you know interventions that are happening again in America, you might want to look towards again every fucking major medical association in the United States which agrees upon this the list is fucking comprehensive for you to take that position continuously it can what, spell one thing one thing only there's only one reason why you would do this
3: well jesse then let me just ask you directly once again
1: and by the way one of the frustrating things about this it's both cathartic and annoying uh is that like I can see why detractors are already taking this and being like they never let him speak because fair enough, they're going extremely hard. He's not getting a lot of words in edge-wise. It does seem like they're kind of steamrolling him from the very like get-go on this because yeah, they, they clearly are two people like myself who are very frustrated and annoyed with Jesse Singal and the dance, you know, the fucking dance that he's still doing to this day. Clearly, even when called out directly, it's like, well, I actually did issue a correction on that. It's on my Substack, So if you wanted to access that, you just have to be a subscriber on the sub stack. Like well, yeah, I, I just think at this moment, the science is kind of inconclusive and we have to side with the five European countries that do that kind of stuff. So fair enough. If you were uh, a third party who had no knowledge of the majority report or Jesse Singal, yes, you might approach this thing and be like, oh, it just kind of seemed like those two majority report hosts really, really yelled over that guy. Uh, on the other end, as someone who decidedly fucking cannot stand the lies and deceits like to me i wouldn't be nearly as fucking annoyed with jesse if he just wore his heart on his sleeve be honest you know like i'm literally wearing a shirt that says hey this is my opinion on the matter yeah i'm i i have a slant i i'm biased i'm biased as fuck if i enter a discussion on this topic yes i'm coming from a position luckily it's based in medical science but a a position in which we do need to protect trans people and offer them the same access to medical health care that everyone else just enjoys naturally by being cis by being a cis person like myself I don't have to think about this I don't have to think well I wonder how many fucking counselors and psychiatrists I'm gonna have to talk to to be able to get something that could prevent me from committing suicide I don't have to worry about that I don't know how many hoops I have to jump through and how many people I have to convince and how many fucking trials and gatekeepers there's gonna be along the way if I wanted to get gender affirming care all I need is money that's it if I was like hey by the way it would really affirm my gender to fucking have more hair transplants or get a bigger fucking cock I want these surgeries they're gonna be like well uh, can we ask you a bunch of questions about how long you felt this way no they're gonna be like here's the fucking price here you go this is the cost this is this is what it's gonna cost you get in there and get that fucking operation if you can afford it that's the gatekeeping that's not fair in my opinion in my assessment i i don't think this is the way we should operate as a society and for people to like fucking operate this way it, it's just so fucking greasy to to keep hiding behind mm, but i'm a journalist mm, but i'm just asking the hard questions that no one else is willing to ask you were a virtual nobody no one fucking knew your name and then all of a sudden you became the champion of the rights fucking war on gender ideology because oh well okay finally someone has common sense to be able to actually report on this uh you know respectively people call them a Transphobe, just because he's willing to ask a couple hard questions. No, motherfucker, people call you transphobe because you're a fucking transphobe. Because if you were to actually be a journalist and look into this, you would have conclusively seen the overwhelming data and evidence when it comes to this topic. This is just one of those things where it's like you don't have a leg to stand on. You got to keep doing the got to gaps fucking evolutionary debate where you keep just sidestepping and being like, oh, well, I mean, uh, there are European countries that have now withdrawn their initial protocols. They want to wait for more information and data to come in before they can actually safely say that puberty blood blockers are completely safe to be used amongst uh children and again it's one of those things where like have you actually looked into puberty blockers did you like? Do you know anything about Lupron? Or are you just gonna say Lupron and then talk about chemical castration? You're gonna be like, well, do you know they actually use Lupron to chemically castrate people? They used to do that to homosexuals. Are you saying we should be giving that to kids? Well, if you looked at it, guess what? Medications they have different effects based on how much you take, and uh, yeah, based on that, Viagra's side effects, uh, their death, death. You could die, death. So if you took too much Viagra, your heart could fucking stop. So yeah, that one of the side effects of Viagra is death. Uh, should doctors now completely stop using Viagra whatsoever because? in smaller doses of quantities it allows people who have erectile dysfunction to be able to have sex even though that's a side effect could it be that there are safe amounts of these drugs that can be given to children in smaller quantities that can actually hold off a very very serious decision and the fucking heart-wrenching thing about when you learn about puberty blockers is that it's to be able to buy you time it's not something they want to keep kids on it's not like all of these doctors are really fucking gun-ho and like oh we're gonna get all these kids on puberty blockers because they are gonna make all that fucking bag baby no you're on puberty blockers before you go on HRT if you go on HRT they take you off puberty blockers it's supposed to buy you time to make sure you're making the right fucking choice it's just so frustrating when you know the science behind this and these ghouls these absolute ghouls keep hiding behind that they like that is the only realm they have to use is to use doubt to use insecurity and to use a lack of knowledge as a weapon to weaponize that against common sense and people who would have the decency to be like of course we shouldn't deny certain being like human beings healthcare based on how they were born on its surface everyone will say that right well okay i don't want to actually present myself that way because it sounds kind of fucked up why don't i present myself in such a way that i'm going to be like well some people say that there could be dangers and we don't know all the effects and side effects yet, so we should just wait. And it's like, well, that's nice for you, a cis man, to say that because this doesn't affect you whatsoever. You don't have to worry about going on puberty blockers. You don't have to worry about going on HRT. You don't have to worry about the gatekeeping. You don't have to worry about any of that. You can just have opinions. You can have opinions and get paid handsomely by the right for them. So that's what you get to do on the sidelines and have a great old day while people die. Well, well, like everyday people who might need life-saving fucking care die.
3: And do you believe that the established standards of care in the United States are effective and should be implemented to help children as they begin to transition in their youth?
0: The standards of care say that kids should get, like, one to two years of therapy before they transition, so that might be too conservative, but, no, it, it, yeah, something like that. Okay, so what's the so issue? So then
3: what's the problem? Those, they, are the
0: new, those are the new standards of care. The question is whether people are following them. Okay, well,
4: you know what? I don't, Emma. I but don't with the Emma. evidence that you—oh, <laughs> Lord, no, no. What? <laughs> I mean, true.
1: When you're prescribed a fucking set of pills, who knows how many someone's gonna take at any given time if they take them at all, or if they take too many, and that can happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as if we monitor people's healthcare at home twenty-four-seven all the time. That is true. That would be a lot of fucking resources. Gotcha. Gotcha. Checkmate.
3: Sean, the Jamie Reed whistleblower, bro, has been discredited over and over again, and you wrote a whole write-up she about
2: hasn't. that. She hasn't been discredited. <laughs>
0: she hasn't. No, not Jamie. Don't do Jamie like this. What are you doing? Hold on, couple things. Guys, one thing at a time. Emma. You well, wait, wait, she hasn't been discredited? TV. Can we just can we finish? It? Well, can Have I be just be clear on what you I'm said? I'm happy
2: to talk to you. She has not been discredited. I, let me finish my point. Okay, wait. Okay,
0: let me finish. You my just said me. something.
2: I just want to. I I I was uh, talking over you. I just want to make sure you said it. Jamie Reed has not been discredited in your mind.
0: I will. I'm happy to address this. I just want to finish up the thing about the standards of care because I think that's super important, actually.
2: You didn't say this. I'm just curious about what you I said to, just a couple just, of seconds ago on this did, show.
1: That's fucking easily as fuck. Answer the fucking question. Oh.
2: We can.
0: I'd like to finish. Hey, dude, I, I got a big so guest
2: that's coming up in yeah, a yeah. minute. Has so.
3: Jamie Reed been discredited or no?
0: Emma, it sounds to me that you think kids should get one. How has somebody. Jamie?
1: Why won't you answer the question? Because you know the answer.
0: Jamie Reed
3: has Jamie Reed, who was not intimately not been involved.
0: Been, she has not been discredited
3: oh that's interesting to me okay. that's interesting uh, we, because we gotta, we i mean we've got to run but people can look this up she there have been lies over and over proven that she has put out there which you okay. took at face but value
0: no, when you when you come on the show can we just get a little bit more specific about the SFP honestly stuff? honestly dude
1: how, how much more specific can you get than that i mean fair enough if the detractors want to say hey by the way they steamrolled him, they talked over him. fine here's a moment though that you cannot deny all right he's being asked a point blank question a, a, a question which at this point the answer is yes Absolutely, J.B. Reid has been discredited, thoroughly, thoroughly discredited. So the reason why you won't answer that clearly is because you know the answer, don't you?
3: I mean, look, I, I, I want to engage in good faith, and yeah. we have now had this conversation, and to be honest with you... Like, I'm a back down from anybody, but I really think you should just have a trans person on or an activist or someone of that kind, because I cover a bunch of issues on this program. We cover politics on it from a daily on a daily basis from different perspectives. And okay, so you're, you're should backing da-
0: out, though, is what you're saying. Sure.
3: Uh, sure. I, 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 I. To be honest okay, with you, you, you Based called Based upon in your original base... complaint
2: to me, I will, uh, I will, uh, uh, as a uh, boss, I will, I will, I will suspend her if she uh, uh, goes <laughs> on your...
3: we, we, we had a back and okay. forth
0: over email. We, <laughs> we called the manager. <laughs> and you I didn't really, get the response. I don't want to okay, give this I'm more out. life. You're backing out. It's unfortunate. I was
1: See, okay, so I can see why I'm guessing. I haven't watched it, but, like, Adam and Stitch, Destiny probably all had a field day with this, being like, oh, they talked over him, they steamrolled him, then they backed out, fucking, this is not fair, blah, 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 bad faith. Okay, fine, it's bad faith. The dude is bad faith. Bad faith meets bad faith, you know? If you won't even answer a fucking direct question, if you won't even answer by the way, has Jamie Reed been discredited? Okay, well, let me answer that uh, by saying, Emma, do you actually think that puberty... No, 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 let's rewind. Has Jamie Reed been discredited? Can you get on the record of answering that? Well, I'd like to answer that, but first, I'd like to answer this other question about this first. Like, no, what? Hey, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. If that's what you want to hang right. your hat on, have a good rest of the week, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, okay. I appreciate the Bye the ahead. call, Jesse.
3: Yeah, couldn't care less. Thank Bye. you.
2: Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been
1: that debate was more ad hoc. I, it's I didn't just, realize that I was thought about
3: it. It's just not. <laughs> oh,
0: jeez. <laughs> so
2: much for the oh.
1: Yeah, so I just want to quickly run through these receipts. And yes, no, Sharky, I saw your joke. I saw the joke. Okay. Uh, Jesse Singal completely lied about a trans patient's healthcare to a degree that is such journalistic malpractice that he should drop the title altogether. It is the behavior of a, quote, garbage human being. Uh, this is from Cam uh, Ogden. Jesse is lying to his audience about my healthcare. He's using an excerpt from an interview my mother did and implied that I was fast-tracked into transition and accusing TransLash Media of misrepresenting the SOC by conflating a referral to a clinic with the approval for HRT. Both points are false. First, Singal implies TransLash support prescribed HRT after a 10-minute meeting. This is obviously untrue. The texty screenshot said, as listening to trans use when they assert themselves is the accepted standard for which my doctor did. Next, look at the quote Jesse is taking out of context. A substantial amount of time passed between clamming out to my mom and that doctor's visit. I'd actually been seeing a therapist for years, and the doctor had those notes indicating my experience with dysphoria. During those, quote, months of waiting, I met two separate psychologists and spoke to them about dysphoria. There aren't any details in the interview about that because it was traumatic, but if Singal wants to actually hear about my experiences, he could have asked me. The DMs are still open. I was an approved for hormones, as Singal claims. I was referred to Thrive for an information session and evaluation at their endocrinology clinic. A majority of patients at the these clinics don't receive HRT, and here's info from the testimony at the state house. Singal used a cherry pick quote where my mother was describing her perspective by the time to imply that doctors tried to rush me into treatment that I didn't receive until years later. More than 50,000 people have seen his tweet lying about my doctor's appointments and experiences. I'm pretty emotional about this because my family suffered quite a bit due to his misinformation that he was spreading at the time. It's exactly the assumptions that Singhal made initially that prevented my mother from being willing to find the care that was right for me at the time. Singhal has no idea what evaluations I have or haven't experienced or received, and when it was pointed out to him, he didn't re-examine his position. He doubled down and spread even more misinformation. Please do better in the future. Now, I don't know if Jesse has... No, but I I retracted that in my substack. If you just search to the bottom of the... like, I don't know if that's part of it, but who gives a fuck at this point? You should be issuing a full correction. You should be retracting the article itself at this point. Uh, here's an article debunking all the transphobic misinformation. This one is by Aaron in the Morning. It's a great collection. I highly recommend it. Uh, there's an entire article on Glad uh, about Jesse Singal, and all the times that he has performed this. He continuously does the song and dance where he is simply positioning himself in such a way that he wants to present both sides of a debate when really you are presenting one side of debate way more than another side and that other side of the debate again is a less than 1% regret rate that you were choosing to platform immensely in your articles and then trying to say well but I am a journalist, I hide behind my journalism. Multiple gar- There's multiple articles detailing how Jesse Singhal promotes gender critical styles, tactics, only in platforming the less than 1% of people who experience regret after transition. There's a reason he's cited by the GOP so much and also there's an entire article on Transgender Map about Singhal and all of the things that he's been doing including promoting the fringe ex-transgender movements supporting disease models of gender identity and expression supporting gatekeeping models for healthcare for minors criticizing expert medical and scientific consensus on healthcare for minors amplifying outliers and edge cases and controversies to derail broader discussions undermining critics especially transgender diverse critics getting support from anti-transgender activists media figures professionals legislators amongst others the guy is a motherfucking transphobe of the highest order i present to the courtroom an overwhelming amount of evidence receipts goddamn he's a piece of shit like I guess it, it it sucks that a couple centrists and a couple libs feel that this uh really vindicated uh Jesse uh and uh, that uh, he got steamrolled on a majority report. The guy's bad faith. he is a bad faith actor, and if he's treated in bad faith, I, I would say that's entirely fair to be honest at this point to have someone who who even refuses to answer a very basic question has Jamie Reed been discredited when the answer is yes yes he has She sorry she has been discredited thoroughly discredited at this point. The whole thing, like, it's, a, it's been a massive fucking, holy shit, they ever lie about this.
4: Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form, available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback, because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free, just like the podcast. Thank you so much for watching everybody. This show is produced by amazing people like you and if you want to help us out please consider donating over at patreon.com slash surfs. The show is made possible thanks to Amazing Fletch, Anna Loves Riley, Ariane McCarthy, Cheryl Alvarez, Doug Cady, Everything Important, Hagbard Celine, La Media Panza, Matthew Scarborough, Multimondi, Omni, Peanut Butter Blondie, Political Papi, Quiet 185, Rachel K, Riley and Anna, Roller Dragon, Ruby K, Sir Nickus, Spinach Monster, Stellar Vision, Sebastian Demo, Tech Tink, Trevbot EXE, Words Greenwood, and not to mention all of the amazing and fabulous people you now see before you.